So if you pulled up Google yesterday, you would have seen a doodle. That was really cool. It is a black man next to a stack of patents gazing at an old-fashioned train who has a local connection. It's Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. You love to see that. But uh, yesterday's Google Doodle was celebrating the birthday of Elijah McCoy, who was a black Canadian-American engineer and inventor who revolutionized train efficiency with his inventions. He had 57 patents in his lifetime, uh, a lot of them related to locomotives and railways, and his birthday was May 2nd, 1844. So they were celebrating him. He was born in Colchester, Ontario, after his parents bravely escaped enslavement in Kentucky through the Underground Railroad and sought freedom in Canada. And, you know, if you've ever gone to the... uh, the Patterson Park in Sandwich Town and seeing the mural there that celebrates some of the you know, countless impactful black figures in our area. Elijah McCoy is represented there. He ended up in Michigan. Uh, he's actually buried at Detroit Memorial Park East and has been you know recognized widely for his accomplishments. Was inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame in Akron, Ohio as a dedicated exhibit in the Detroit Historical Museum. And, uh, you know, they say here that McCoy's innovations and ingenuity have kept trains chugging and have laid the tracks for the well-oiled machines of today. So you love to see that. Those Google Doodles are always really cool. And, you know, you've got to love it when it's someone who, who is celebrated locally and just representing so much of the amazing history of our area, too. So love to see that. Again, if you want to hit me up today, text 10939 to let me know what's going on with you. But, uh, yes, we are going to dive into the weather report coming up. I'll do my best. To give you a rundown of some of the things that happened at the Met Gala. Again, not a fashion guy, but uh, there were some pretty interesting looks, to say the least. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Oh, I've never wished that Hannah was here more because the Met Gala was last night. And uh, what the hell do I know about fashion? It's Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Good morning. Uh, If you missed it, the Met Gala, of course, the high fashion event of the year. The theme was Gilded Glamour, White Tie Dress Code, and uh, the memes are the thing that I've been enjoying the most from this. But uh, people people had some pretty fancy clothes on, is my takeaway from this. If you didn't see it, there was someone tweeting because they were kind of disappointed. I think a lot of people thought more people would have throwback fancy gowns at, at Bridgerton-esque almost. And I saw someone tweeting like, where are all the squished corset boobs? There was at least a few that made an appearance. I guess um, uh, Billie Eilish kind of had a corset thing going on, very pastel look. So people were like, finally, a little bit of that kind of class and representation that we expect. But, um, you know, otherwise, some big standouts were, uh, well, Nicki Minaj was actually back at the Met Gala for the first time since 2019. They had the one in September uh, because of COVID-19. And Nicki Minaj said that she would not be going because uh, being vaccinated was a requirement. And at the time, if you remember, Nicki was getting backlash for questioning the vaccine and adding that her cousin's friend in Trinidad allegedly had issues with his testicle problems after getting the vaccine so that that was a whole thing that i honestly forgot about until now uh kim kardashian people were talking a lot about her as well she wore a marilyn monroe's dress i guess like a real dress which is this sparkly nude form-fitting and iconic gown that was worn by marilyn monroe in 1962 for the celebration of john f kennedy's 45th birthday at madison square garden was that the the happy birthday mr president she must have 
If she didn't sing that, that is a crime, Kim. Uh, this was her talking about getting ready for that dress. They came with, like, armed guards and gloves, and I tried it on, and it didn't fit me. And so I looked at them, and I said, give me, like, three weeks. And I, I had to lose 16 pounds down today oh to, to be able to fit this. But I it was so such amazing. a challenge. It was like a roll. Oh, see, that, that's awful even that you would have to lose 16 pounds for that event alone, but I mean, I guess it's pretty serious when you've got that iconic Marilyn Monroe dress. You got to make sure that you're fitting in it perfectly. If she ripped it, like, would those armed guards have drawn on her? <laughs> like, what happens in that situation? God, I wish that Hannah was here. Maybe tomorrow she can just handle the full Met Gala review, <laughs> so no one's disappointed. Um, I what I loved seeing was a little throwback. I guess nine years ago, the Met Gala, the theme was punk. So as you can imagine, celebrities in like 2013 trying to interpret punk and mix it with high fashion. Oh, man. Some of the pictures I was seeing from that, like Miley Cyrus's outfit was obviously off the wall. Like Madonna's looks for that. So we can all be grateful that maybe we've come a little bit further fashion wise than we were at at 2013. But uh, did you watch the Great Idol reunion? I guess it aired yesterday. 20 years of American Idol, and they had a a special just for that. I guess there was a little bit of controversy, though, um, after they were saying, yeah, we're going to air Lane Hardy's performance, despite the singer's recent arrest. And if, if, like me, you feel like it has been 20 years since you've watched American Idol, uh, this guy, Lane Hardy, auditioned for Idol in 2018, didn't make it past the top 50, but he returned the next year and was encouraged by judges to audition again. He was only there with his friend, and he ended up making it all the way to the final and won the series. But, uh, yeah, there was, I think just this past Friday, or a little while ago, um, police booked uh, booked this dude into uh, East Baton Rouge Parish Prison. According to the police report, Lane Hardy had left a listening device in his ex-girlfriend's room at college to monitor her conversations after they broke up in February of this year. Can you imagine your ex leaving a listening device in your place? I just, that's so, so creepy. So, you know, a lot of people were like, why would you keep his performance on there? He just got arrested for this thing. Um, But he had pre-taped that performance in early April before the arrest happened. And I guess that they were saying, oh, we're just going to go forward with it. Which sucks that it's taking the spotlight away from the true standout of this whole reunion special where William Hung performed She Bangs once again. Give it, buddy. That is just... Unreal work from William Hung yet again, a national treasure. Um, Looking at another kind of copyright information, intellectual property case in Hollywood, Oliver Tree. He's a singer-songwriter. He produces most of his own work. He is, I think, on the lineup for Rolling Loud in Toronto that's coming up. He is accusing the Kid Leroy's director of copying his videos. So the Kid Leroy's uh, new song... Uh, a thousand miles the video came out for that and this guy oliver tree this artist is saying that video ripped off his video from 2021 called a-hole and he made a tiktok about it comparing the two kid Leroy's new music video copies multiple shots from my videos as an underground indie artist who writes and directs their own music videos i am so sick of big artists ripping me off now i know it's not kid Leroy's fault so i looked into the director and it turns out this dude follows me on instagram coincidence 
I think not. And when you see the side-by-side comparisons of the shots from the music videos, it, it really doesn't look like a coincidence at all. It does look like a direct ripoff. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see more court cases, much like the one that we saw of uh, Ed Sheeran having to defend his song. It's just there's nothing original left. Um, since this is the Wither Report, usually with Hannah Wither B, I wanted to tell you about these bees. Just an awful story where Delta Airlines had a shipping mistake that ended up killing millions of bees. Millions of bees. Nick Cage is not going to be happy about this. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Yeah, no, it was the bees. Um, I guess it turned out they were headed to Alaska. The shipment of 5 million honeybees. They were rerouted through Atlanta where they were left in crates for hours and died from the heat. Like they were just out on the tarmac and these millions of bees died. So there was a beekeeper from Alaska who ordered this shipment to pollinate apple orchards and nurseries. They got it from a distributor in California, but they were put on a flight to Atlanta, supposed to be transferred and... That's when it all went wrong, this 800-pound shipment of bees. And I guess there was some people who were trying to, to save these bees to get them off of there, but uh, no luck. And that shipment of bees was worth $48,000. The supplier said they're going to replace it, and they hope that Delta will assist, but they are acknowledging the dangers of shipping live animals. And it's just, it's awful when you hear about just the, the extreme climate impact that we're experiencing right now. You know, the heat wave that they've been having in, in India and the already millions of bees that have been dying and disappearing on us. This is not sustainable. We need to we need to figure this out because those bees, I'm telling you, if we lose the bees, it's, it's over, man. And it's going to start with no more coffee, which is just not ideal. Hannah and Johnny. Yeah. On Windsor's new number one hit music station, 93.9 Virgin Radio. Where are my fellow fashion rejects at? Woo! Yeah, with things like the Met Gala come up, I just, I don't know. I look at these outfits, I don't understand. Got a text at 10.93.9 about the Met Gala. Said, nobody was dressed to theme. It sucked. Well, that was the whole thing. What was it again? Gilded uh, glamour? Gilded... Uh, I, I forget what it's called. But yeah, I, I remember seeing that a lot of people were a little bit upset that no one seemed to be going on theme. But they never do. I mentioned from nine years ago, there was the Met Gala that was supposed to be punk themed. There was so many... It was like someone just wearing a green dress. Like there was, It had nothing to do with being punk. I think people just kind of take it and they're like, eh, okay, that's interesting, but I'm just going to wear whatever the hell I want. You can also hit me up today if you've ever you know, had a fashion faux pas you know the opposite of the met gala where you, know, you went out and you didn't even mean to but you were wearing something that was maybe a little too revealing it betrayed you in some way had a wardrobe malfunction or it was clashing oh it was mismatched what happened what was your fashion disaster 519-792-6040 let's hear it so one time uh at work i went to work and uh I, did, I just did my normal thing, you know, got off, shut off my alarm, got dressed, went to work. Mm-hmm. And I was about an hour and a half into my shift before I looked down and realized I had on one of my very nice dress shoes and one of my work shoes on. Okay. So I had to go into my <laughs> boss's office and take my lunch break. But when I went to ask for it, he says, why do you want to go take your lunch? Well, I just simply looked down at my shoes and looked right back up at him. Is he it, was oh. like, oh, oh, I see. Uh, yeah, shoes. you can go. <laughs> See, this is why I'm so grateful to work in a medium like radio. I could come in with two mismatched shoes. I could be not wearing pants right now, and it would be completely fine. I'm halfway through my day at work. Not mm-hmm. a soul has said a word. 
belt. I just happened to look down. Oh, no. My shirt is inside out and backwards, and I have on a blue shoe and a black shoe. There you go. I've been to church, and I've been at work all day, and not a soul has said a word. That's amazing. So what do you do? Did you, did you run home? Did you, uh, you know, apologize? Be like, oh, my God, it's my, my bad, my mistake. i got to go take care of this. Or I said, didn't you guys get the memo? We're supposed to dress like this today. Ah. No, I didn't. <laughs> You, mm, you pulled the, the Uno reverse card on them. You're like, wait, you didn't know? We were all supposed to dress like this. You guys look stupid right now. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Yeah. 93.9. Virgin Radio. You probably were told a lot growing up not to eat things that you find on the ground, but I disagree. Sometimes it's the best thing that you could do. It's Johnny on 93.9. Virgin Radio. I was talking about how uh, City of Windsor is having their 25th annual plant sale on Saturday at Lansbury Park Greenhouse. Uh, Lansbury Park Greenhouse. That's going to be awesome. Uh, it's happening from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. And I have been trying to get into growing a little bit more this year. Maybe you have too. I would love to hear from you if that's the case. Text 10939. Uh, what do you got going in your gardens? Do you have any any vegetable gardens that are going on? Because I really want to get more into growing my own food. But also foraging and scavenging your own food. I, I don't know why. I just kind of really got into that the last few weeks. I've been looking up you know, things that you would think are commonly weeds with no purpose besides, oh, pull them out of the garden, get rid of them, right? Uh, for example, common burdock, which is, I don't know if you've ever seen the weeds that grow where they are very broad-leafed. It almost looks like rhubarb, but it's not. I only recently found out that you can eat those in certain ways it, it takes a lot of work to prepare but you know you can eat the roots i guess some people will uh dig up the plant and chop up the root and use the most tender parts of it and you know they they'll stir fry it they'll do all sorts of stuff once it gets into the phase where it's growing stalks uh you could do that as well people will cut up the stalks and and eat those after preparing them in different ways it's just wild i think it's surprising how many different things you can eat that are just growing naturally out there. And by all means, this is not me saying, hey, just go out and start nibbling on things and see how it tastes. Because there are some things out there that you absolutely should not eat. But, you know, if you use weeds or, you know, plants that grow around here for any specific things, I would love to hear from you. Please text 10939 or call 519-792-6040. Uh, I had even gone as far as looking up last night. I was like, what are the best field guides? You know, you can get books that are like edible plants of Canada. And it was pretty funny because I could see that I'm going down a very specific path. Because when I looked up edible and medicinal plants of Canada, the book came up for sale on Amazon. And the frequently bought together section was that book, the SAS Survival Guide, and Prepper's Long-Term Survival Guide. These were frequently bought by the same people as, I guess, a package deal. So am I going down the Prepper Survival Guide trail? Maybe. And I'm kind of okay with that. Um, I saw, I've saw i seen people talk about, um, yeah, dandelion leaves. Text at 10939. Is that Ed saying dandelion leaves? Great for salads. So those, you know, nuisance weeds that I personally think are pretty, but once they start spreading their seeds, you know, they get out of control. You can eat the leaves and they're great for salads. So that's great. I got another call here, 519-792-6040. 
My neighbor, actually, he's he's a weirdo. He oh. goes around eating dandelions, and he puts speakers up in the trees to play music for the birds. That's amazing. I've asked him a couple times what he's doing, and he would tell us, I'm just playing the music for the birds. The birds are my friends. They're my family. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. And it's, it's like old Hercules music where the clouds are opening up and the gods are walking down, you know, like Mount Olympus kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So we just kind of let him do his thing. Like, we don't bother him. He doesn't bother us. As you should. He sounds like a beauty. I mean, he sounds like me. Morning. Hannah and Johnny. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. There is literally free food all around us. You just have to know what you're looking for. It's Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. We started talking foraging. And scavenging. And uh, someone just said there are a lot of edible mushrooms in Ontario, but you obviously have to know what to look for. Yeah, th- those are the ones where you grow up and your parents are like, don't pick the mushrooms and eat them. You don't know if that's going to kill you or not, right? There are poisonous mushrooms, but there are also a lot of edible mushrooms here. And uh, I don't know if you ever had been to the Mush Hub or seen Mush Hub at, um, at the downtown farmer's market. I actually saw their stall there last weekend. But I feel like you could go and and ask them about some of the, you know, wild and medicinal mushrooms that are out there. But that's their whole thing, right, is is promoting how cool that that deal is. And if you've seen their place on Walker Road with the uh, paint job on the side, it's like a white building. And I think it even has some mushrooms on there or had it. Uh, They've been renovating that space. I don't even know if it's open yet. I don't think it is. But they're also planning to open a location in Midtown Detroit this spring. So something to look forward there. And my my father has been starting in on growing mushrooms now, too. It's kind of funny. He had kept bees before. He, like many other beekeepers, have been struggling to keep their hives alive. So I think he's thinking this year that he's going to get into growing mushrooms instead. I want to say they're not the magic variety that I'm aware of. Although once weed became legal to grow on your own property, he had never been a weed guy ever. He immediately started growing. He just got a green thumb. He loves to grow things. He loves to, you know, try to raise animals and stuff like that. So he was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to start growing weed now, which was great for me. Hannah and Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station. Come on. 93.9 Virgin Radio. All right. Time to see who I'm going to send to see Tiesto. Coliseum at Caesars on Canada Day. This is a huge announcement that just came out yesterday. And I want to know, what's your motto? Getting tons of texts. 10939. Someone said their motto is let's get down to business. Fitting, seeing as it's a Tiesto show. Sue said, treat people the way you want to be treated. That's good advice. Uh, another person said, don't say anything if you don't know. That's really good advice. But I think since the internet was invented, a lot of people don't. They don't really follow that. Another person's motto, aim low and avoid disappointment. I like that one. It's like the opposite of aim for the moon and you'll land among the stars. It's like just aim low. You'll never be let down. Uh, We're going to call one of these back. Again, this show on Canada Day, Tiesto in Windsor. You can get tickets at yunity.ca. There's a special pre-sale starting today at 10 a.m. with the code word CANADA. But let's see who's getting these free tickets. 519-792-6040. Hello? Hi, it's Johnny from Virgin Radio. Who's this? It's Colm. How are you? Colm, I'm good. I'm good. I loved your motto here. <laughs> Be your own dentist. Where is that coming from? Uh, it was a joke I heard one time, and it's not something I actually live by, but I think it's hysterical. <laughs> what, what was the joke? Where did you hear this? 
it was it was on a TV show and somebody said to somebody like you know the best the best advice I ever received was be your own dentist and I just I thought it was so fun. <laughs> I think you're gonna need like something to numb you out if you're gonna do that. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not the best idea, but... Uh, pair of pliers. Pair of pliers. That's it. <laughs> pair of pliers is all you need. Well, <laughs> that and a pair of tickets to see Tiesto at the Coliseum at Caesars on Canada Day. How does that sound to you? You into that? Absolutely. All Absolutely. right, man. I'm hooking you up with a pair of tickets. Congratulations. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. A cringe that hurts so good. He broke up with me. While you were in the lingerie and trench coat. Yes! Toxic Tuesdays, 93.9 Virgin Radio. What is the harshest punishment that you were ever given as a child? And did it fit the crime or or did it seem like a toxic thing to do? This is kind of the topic of this thread on Reddit where someone is wondering, am I an a-hole for removing my daughter's door after she closed and locked it when she left? Like, do you think there's ever a call for taking the door off of your kid's room? Has that ever happened to you? Text 10939. This person says, they set it up here. They say, my ex-wife and I had two daughters before we divorced. I got uh, a 16-year-old daughter and a 14-year-old daughter who switched between houses. Um, This past weekend, my daughters were home. My new wife also has a daughter in her previous marriage, and we also have a son together. So they've got a full house there. But they're saying, my oldest daughter and my wife's daughter are super close. I was led to believe that they shared everything from clothes to secrets to just everything. One of them came upstairs super angry a few nights ago, was holding a baseball jersey that her mother bought her, and it was signed by her favorite player. She was crying, saying that the other daughter had took it out with her or took it without her permission and ruined this jersey. Then said my wife took the jersey from her, inspected it, came to find three different holes, obviously made by scissors, multiple stains. So we called that daughter up and they worked it out. But, uh, you know, she wanted her to pay her back for the jersey, which was about $200. My wife told her that was unreasonable. She got mad and stormed away. Hasn't been brought up after. They say last Wednesday, they went back to their mother's house. I went downstairs and found that my daughter's door was shut and locked. Now, my wife and I have a rule that we don't allow our doors to be shut or locked. I texted and called her. She didn't answer. After about two hours, she finally texted me back, asked what was wrong, and that she couldn't answer due to being in class. I told her she knew doors were not allowed to be shut and locked and asked why hers was. She said that because, you know, her her stepsister, I guess, had been stealing her things. But dad says, no, you got to obey the rules. You, You can't be locking and closing your door. She started complaining and hung up. So he got the tools and took the door off the hinges. Uh, she was angry. She was yelling, saying, I'm stealing her privacy, not allowing her freedom. It turned into a screaming match. Her mom was called. She was picked up. Hasn't talked to the dad since. What do you think? Was it too far to take the door off the hinges? If we're talking about a teenager's room, that's that's like their sanctuary, right? That can mean everything to someone. Just got a text at 10939 says, my kid used to slam his door. I warned him it would be removed if he continued i placed the tools to remove it close by so he could see them daily he continued to slam it so off it went he hated it i made him wait for days to get it back and kept the tools handy for quite some time and it worked never slammed it again so you know there's i think there is support for some people you know if you want to take the door off the hinges to teach your kid a lesson that's well within your rights i think it always depends on 
the punishment fitting the crime, right? And it's not like, you know, you don't have a right to privacy in this house. It's like, look, that that's our property. Why are you slamming it? You know, you could be destroying this. And we had a similar situation in my house growing up where my brother, uh, you know, he, he might have punched a hole in a door one time. And that was like, well, until you can learn to respect that, you're not going to have a door. And it, 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 I think it can be really hard for kids when they get that kind of punishment going on. But this was also the time. It was the 90s back when we were growing up, man. Even by then, things were a little bit softer. But we still got, we got the spanks sometimes. I was threatened with a belt by my uncle. (laughs) He would try to break us in a lineup. Like, all right, who did it? My cousins and I are all lined up and he's got the belt out. Never got it, but he did, he did threaten us with it. And always our youngest cousin would break. It was Jimmy. Jimmy did it. But I want to know what you think. Text 10939. You can also call 519-792-6040. Have you ever got like a pretty strict punishment? Let's see what we got here. When I was younger, decided mm-hmm. to take my dad's underwear and put them over my mom's head for a joke. Oh, my God. And me and my sister laughed about that until she made us wash out all of his underwear by hand. <laughs> it was pretty bad. We never did it again. And I think that was her plan. I can imagine so. It's like, oh. These stubborn skid marks. Virgin Radio. More Hannah and Johnny next. Hi, it's Brendan. Hey, how's it going? Good. I had an issue where my mom smashed my tablet after I smashed it. Oh, smashed your tablet. Sorry, what did you smash? I smashed it, and then she smashed it more. (laughs) Out of anger. Oh, my God. I was like... It was a huge ordeal. I was in anger, and I smashed my tablet, and she smashed it again. Oh, he's and like, oh, you want it smashed? I'll smash it even more. Boom. Yeah, exactly. Let's turn it into a bonding experience. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Thanks for the that call, was, Brandon. I was like 15. Oh, 15 at the time. See, that's a very tablet smashing age. Well, there you go. We live and we learn, right? Exactly. Hey, you have a great day, buddy. Thanks you for too. calling. I love it. Love the morning. Anna and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. I don't even know where to start with this one. Uh, a certain part of a man's body fell off. He started growing a new one of these on his arm. Do you know what it is? It's Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. The story of a dad in Britain who's... Penis fell off, and he started growing a new one on his arm. Well, it's finally going back where it belongs. Just an unbelievable story. And it's been out there for a while. Uh, This did happen a while ago, and it was because this guy had been... He was homeless at the time. He'd be using a lot of drugs, and he ended up with blood poisoning that led to his penis falling off. Horrifying. I cannot imagine going through that um but it, he wasn't alone there was other people who have experienced this kind of thing you know and i can't imagine the effect that that would have on you it I, I get scared you know when your teeth fall out as a kid you're like oh my god am i dying what's happening your penis fell off i just i don't know but it's it's successful i guess it's finally being transplanted to where it belongs now it's reattached to the correct place and he's obviously thrilled some of the quotes, though, he's talking about, you know, what it was like when it happened, what it, the things he can and can't do. Here's a couple clips from the interview with him when he was first talking about this. Hey, to my little friend. I want to say hello to my little friend, and then like? he shows it. It's blurred in the video, by the way. I can't do nothing. I can't go down the shops with a T-shirt on. I can't go swimming with the kids. I can't, you know. So what he's saying there, if you couldn't catch that through his British drawl, is that he, he can't go to the shops with a T-shirt on. He can't go swimming with the kids, obviously, because... He had a penis growing on his arm. How, how did you feel when your pe- penis fell off? 
I'm not having sex no more. That's it. <laughs> Isn't it? How did it feel when your penis fell off not having sex no more? You know? That was the thing. I can't believe this is the, the day and age that we live in. Uh, and they were saying about this procedure after they had to, you know, they grew the penis on his arm, removed it, attached it where it belongs, saying it was a nine-hour operation. <laughs> he said, the first thing I did was look down and I was like, oh, my days. They got it this time. So big shout out to the guy who had been growing a penis on his arm for six years. I bet they probably could have got it grown in three, but he was like, ah, I'll just leave it on there a little longer. Let's see if it can get it just a bit bigger. Live Out Loud with Hannah and Johnny in the morning. Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. What is a sound that you absolutely love? We were talking about the noise bylaw in Windsor and how they're making it easier for people to report excessive noise, especially late at night. A lot of that has to do with vehicle sounds, excessive revving, that kind of thing. And I mentioned that I kind of like the sound, obviously within reason. Like, I was in Amherstburg on Sunday. I stopped by Caffeine & Co. and then was going to drive home. And uh, Buddy in a, in a Lambo. Just in, you know, that very peaceful, right by Navy Yard Park. Everyone's out enjoying a Sunday afternoon. And just so loud. This Lamborghini is... Like, you're driving. It's the shortest strip ever. You're supposed to be going slow. And it's the loudest thing echoing off every building in beautiful downtown Amherstburg. There's a time and a place, right? Um, Some people love the sound of thunder, which they could be getting treated to today. But for you, what is that kind of creme de la creme sound that you love? You would never complain about this noise. You can text 10939. Someone said um, the sound of a cat purring. All-time favorite sound. It's a beautiful thing, right? Bring that up here. It's just so relaxing. Look, if you have a cat purring in your lap, you just fall asleep and experience pure bliss. Um, birds chirping, another person says, texting 10939. This time of year especially, right? It's that sound of spring, that sound of summer. We live in Riverside, my fiance and I, and we go for walks every day. And there's just a constant background noise of birds chirping that is so beautiful. I'm sure there are people that might complain about that, you know? Too many geese honking or ducks quacking. They're like, ah! damn noise but any bird sounds or animal sounds i absolutely love crunching leaves that's the classic right the these ones don't even sound crunchy enough for my liking i like them even crispier than that the ones that you go out of your way to step on nether text at 10939 says my favorite sound offshore speedboat oh you like the speedboat sounds there yeah, big fan myself. We go to the marina in Riverside and just watch the boats. Just makes you think of summer, right? Wait, what happens when you combine them? Oh, my God. Crunching leaves and speedboat ambiance together at last. Woo! Uh, someone said overhead ice breaking. Just ice breaking. Oh, man, that's beautiful. Woo! Yeah, breaking ice gotta be one of the best so good someone else said crackling fire that's been a popular one today obviously can't you just smell the smoke got the the melty ooey gooey s'mores that you're munching on beautiful and then someone said the sound of vacuum sucking up dirt i the closest i could find is sucking up lego
beautiful thing. Much better than the sound of stepping on Legos, which is more like... Ah! Uh, someone just texted... Oh, it's a link. 10939. Dare we click it? They said this has to be the all-time greatest sound. See what they think. Oh, come on! Did you just literally rickroll my ass at 9.14 in the morning? Are you... All right, well, this is over now. It's a podcast, and it's on the radio. Magic. Magic. Check out Hannah and Johnny weekday morning, 6 to 10, on 93.9 Virgin Radio.